guys. Thanks heaps for listening and welcome to a short little bonus type episode I will drop occasionally midweek when I have some great tunes I find I've missed out on in the podcast or some great suggestions from you guys. I may also do some shorter midweek episodes if I find a great rabbit hole topic, but I don't know enough songs or stories to do a full episode. I'm going to keep them to about 10 to 20 minutes, just a poop break kind of length. So bonus episode number one will be one song I have missed from episode one to six. Let's start with a song with a great building intro that I actually had in episode one, but I took it out because I wanted episode one to be bang on an hour and it went out at about an hour 20 anyway. That song is Cherub Rock by the Smashing Pumpkins and here's producer Butch Vig talking about the pressures and problems with producing the album Siamese Dream. Working on Siamese Dream, there was an immense pressure on um, Billy and me uh, after we had done Gish, which had done well, and then the success of Nevermind. Everyone had these incredibly lofty expectations of, of what Siamese Dream was going to sound like and how it was going to do. But I think nobody put more pressure on us than the two of us ourselves. I mean, I really pushed Billy and he really pushed me. We were two insane studio rats when we made that record. I think we spent five months recording, you know, six days a week, 14 hours a day. And the, and the last, because we ran over schedule the last month, we went seven days a week, up to 16 hours a day. And then we came and mixed the record for six weeks. You know, we, we, we kind of lost our minds, mm. but we were shooting to make a very ambitious sounding, dense roller coaster of a ride when you, when you listen to the record. And the process, w- I mean, I, I swear to God that making the record, I felt like it almost killed me. I was so physically exhausted and mentally exhausted when it was done. But I'm, I'm really proud of that. That record and that's one of the reasons why it was a very difficult record to make you know the band was fighting jimmy had a lot of uh, the drummer had a lot of substance abuse issues and sometimes he would disappear for a couple days you know and and, and I, I remember he came back one day um, and he'd been gone for like three days and billy's like i'm gonna fire him i'm gonna fire him and he said tell him you're gonna play drums and i said if you don't get, get your s you know if you don't get it together i'm gonna play drums knowing full well i can't play like jimmy chamberlain <laughs> you know but anyway he we recorded cherub rock that day um and jimmy i think he was kind of scared because you know we were we had had yelled at him so hard and, and threatening him and and he went and he nailed cherub rock in the first take but we made him do it a bunch more times until his hands were bleeding now and that sounds kind of cruel but it, it was kind of necessary in a way to really get him to to refocus and then he from that point on to finish the record he was pretty focused
Next up, we have absolute legend, Willie Nelson. This track from 1980 won him a Grammy for Best Country Song, and Willie wrote the song for a movie he had just signed on to star in called Honeysuckle Rose. On a plane ride back, one of the producers of the movie approached Willie on the plane and suggested he try and write a song, and Willie scribbled down the song on a sick bag, a song that should have been in episode three's count-ins, On the Road Again, by Willie Nelson. Making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again On the road again Going places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again In episode 5, Songs About Drugs, I mentioned that I would do an episode about booze songs too, and that is definitely going to happen in the future. This song does mention alcohol, but it also mentions cigarettes. Here's Noel Gallagher talking about the Oasis song, Cigarettes and Alcohol, T-Rex, and Liam chimes in, Ordering a Monkey. in the States when it come out as the fourth single off Definitely Maybe and we kind of got a little lent on to put a fourth single out and I wasn't into the idea at all so I was like fourth single fucking hell I don't know about that and anyway out it comes and we're in Detroit I remember it to this day because I ended up in hospital that night and we're in Detroit and got the phone call that not only had it got in the charts that it was the biggest selling single we'd ever had the fourth single off Definitely Maybe I remember putting the phone down going now we're fucking talking here. This is going to get fucking stupid. Oh, the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the fucking chimp. Yeah. And uh, there was, it was kind of like, right, well, there's no going back from this now. This is going to be sensational. I remember writing it in my flat in Manchester and two guys used to live above me. And on those days, the fucking geezer that I was, I used to write on the electric guitar with my amp in the fucking room in a block of flats on 10. And uh, one of the guys might have worked at the Hacienda as a local crew guy or something. And I remember him once passing me in the stairs going, you're not gonna fucking write a song with that riff, are you? That's fucking rubbish. And I was going, listen, fast ass. It's gonna be fucking amazing when it comes out. And I, and I remember going down the rehearsal room and being this song. And Bonez used to always be the fucking top totter, didn't he? Guy, no, yeah. I remember coming out, I've got a tune called whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so go down and got this tune called Cigarettes and Alcohol, and he does his Cigarettes and Alcohol. It's a bit, yeah, you're going to change the title. And then I done the riff, and he's just going, whoa, whoa, you can't fuck it, that's T Rex. And I was like, I don't give a shit who it is, no one's ever going to read it anyway. Yeah, I'm a 
Next up is a loose rabbit hole connection to last week's Colours of the Mexican Flag. I did include Midnight Oil's song River Runs Red, but for this episode, I'm going to pick a song off their great album with red in the title, Red Sails in the Sunset. This is a great song from side one of the record called Jimmy Sharman's Boxes. Jimmy Sharman was a boxing promoter who also had a touring boxing show promoted as a round or two for a pound or two in Australia in the early 1900s. Locals could attend and pay to fight young indigenous boxers who did the fights to make some money. A great brooding and building song that has a great story. Jimmy Sharman's Boxes by Midnight Oil. I do love this next song, no matter how daggy it is. It always makes me smile a little bit. Here's Neil Diamond talking about Sweet Caroline, a song that could have gone into episode two's Girl Songs. And I thought, when I wrote the song, I thought, this is a, some kind of magic that happened. It was yeah. very unexpected. It was last minute. The whole thing took about a half hour. And it took I, a, only a half hour to write it? It took about a half hour to write it. And, and who is it about? Who's Caroline? It's actually about my former wife, Marcia, but I couldn't get Marcia into the three-syllable name that I needed, and uh, so I had, I had, I had Caroline Kennedy's name there from years ago in one of my books, and I tried sweet Caroline. That works. It didn't work with Marcia, so uh, I couldn't tell her that I dedicated the song to her. I just, it was almost. 
It was I always was like, Marcia. That's my song. Yeah, really? she said to me, well, but, "But you told me you were going to write about me." And I, I'm sorry, dear, I did, sweetie. Really, <laughs> it was. It was. Else. There was no way to squeeze it in. Where it began, I can't begin to know it, but then I know it's growing strong. Wasn't the spring, and spring became the summer. Who'd have believed you'd come along? Touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. Just to level it out after Neil Diamond before I finish up, my favourite Misfits song is Attitude, a song that could have easily been in last week's F-Bombs or Episode 1's building intros too. Thanks again for checking in midweek and I will have a full episode dropping on Monday Australian time. I won't tell you what the topic is, but the cows may be happy. And if you are digging the podcast, please rate and review it wherever you can. Share it with a friend. And if you do leave a rating somewhere, send me a DM on Instagram, a rock and roll rabbit hole podcast, and I'll post you a sticker and pick pack anywhere in the world until they run out or I run out of money. Thanks again, guys. You can flush now. See ya.